Oh, glory to God. Welcome to episode 8 of the Proceed from the Mouth of God. The Proceed from the Mouth of God. It's another time of praying through the Word of God. And as we've been running for for some time now, we rounded up with First Chronicles yesterday and um, we're starting Second Chronicles as the Lord enables us. From chapter 1, the portion being read this morning, Second Chronicles chapter 1 to Third Chronicles chapter 17. The Lord bless every word you would inspire from my mouth, you would bless it unto life, you would hear in the name of jesus cause our eyes of understanding to be enlightened to be open as we pray as well let the heavens open let miracles begin to be rotted glory to your name everlasting father in jesus mighty name of prayer so we see the passage started by you know sharing with us that solomon the son of david established himself firmly over his kingdom he established himself firmly over his kingdom for the lord his god was with him and made him exceedingly great now the the, the, the word word here that i would want us to pray or ruminate over briefly before we move on is that the fact that solomon the son of david established himself firmly over his kingdom now that might look a little bit um sound sound so so forceful it looks as if oh, he had to do this but we'll take note that it just wasn't a negative comment of solomon as a matter of fact i believe the holy spirit you know allowed this to be written not in the negative he says so for the lord is god was with him and made him exceedingly great now when the lord our god is with us it's not a time for us to just you know relax and not be firm over affairs of his kingdom that he has placed us as overseers or as those who will discharge certain duties with regards to that i mean we have assignments in the kingdom of god that we must man we must man our duty post we must be there we must do what it is that we should do so this is what i feel this is son son of uh, solomon son of david established himself firmly it is god apparently that placed him there it is god that caused him to be there but he needed to take a step further he needed to assume responsibility he needed to take charge and discharge that which god has given to him by grace by mercy and so often we find ourselves sometimes in such situations in such position that we only got there by the mercy of god not just so because we married we look at solomon as a young boy i believe even needed that more because people would possibly want to despise his youthfulness but he had to stand up and take courage and do what it is god wanted him to do and this should be our disposition to the work of god and to the affairs of the kingdom of god he has called us to wherever you find yourself either you're a young pastor either you find yourself as a leader in the church a worker a sunday school teacher wherever you find yourself serving the lord a missionary out there on the field we must take position firmly in christ our confidence comes from the fact that god has appointed us this office this position now it's not it's not about a power 
drunk matter is that's not the case here um we, we need to balance it where, where we, we yes we promote that we should be humble servants serving sacrificially selflessly but we must we must we must we must take charge wherever god has called us say we should occupy till he comes so this is what i see david um, david's son doing solomon occupying the father has commissioned him as prayed for him and put everything in place he had to take charge and one of such is you showing up you taking if you have an office to resume to resume to the office if you need to get up early you need to get up early to do your duties you can't be sleeping on it. some will go about living a flamboyant life i mean they just get a little opportunity to 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 have power to be in position to be in authority and what they will do with all of that is just like we will say flex they refuse to firmly take oversight over what god has called them it's not a time to flex can we pray this morning that in any regards god has lifted me to serve in any position that god has placed me even as a father you can't afford to be passive lord help me i am a husband i'm a father i am a, a, a teacher of the gospel father i take responsibility of everything you've commissioned to my hand this day while we are thankful for the privilege to serve in such capacities lord we will not take it for granted we will not let the grace of the lord as regards and express to us in this manner be wasted we will not let it be frustrated help us as david uh, i mean as david we see david's son we see uh, he, 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 he established himself firmly over this kingdom lord help us as paul will say he has labored more abundantly even though it is the grace of god that has made him what it is cause us to labor as we should labor in your field cause us to be firm with what you've called us to cause us to be serious with it it's a sense of seriousness that this is connoting to us a sense of duty a sense of diligence lord father let whatsoever you have committed to our hands let us do it with all of our might we receive the spirit of might this morning to serve you diligently to serve you faithfully to serve you committedly wholeheartedly firmly oh thank you faithful lord in jesus mighty name of prayer i guess we would have loved the word if it had if it didn't have the word self in it the solomon son of david established himself 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 family over his kingdom we know that we are of christ now and so who we want to project is not just our own personality because a man will come with a package of strengths and weaknesses a man will come with his own idiosyncrasies it's his own personalities his own mannerism and and god does not want to alter our human i mean our our our, our personality our individual uniqueness rather he will through it glorify himself can we pray that the spirit of god will find expression through every outlet in my life the, f- the holy spirit will be projected weakness and flesh and carnality will not be projected as i do the work of the lord oh father help me it will be my weakness that men will see they will see the glory of christ as i serve in those positions even though i am human and there are frailties in in my humanity but father your glory will shine forth even through my frailties my cracks will be opening for your glory to show for me 
man to see that this power does not lie in ah this excellently is not excellency is not in man but it is in god so even when my weaknesses is obvious to man let your glory be sufficient let your grace be sufficient in display to the holy name to your wholesome name to the praise of your name lord that it is your holy ghost that would express strength in my areas of weaknesses as i as i mount up and i take charge in every regard you have called me to function as your servant and as your son lord help us this morning as we cry out to you that you will showcase your glory you will showcase yourself even in the home front as parents as husbands as spouses to uh, 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 as, uh, as as couples we will show forth your glory oh god as servant in your house in the church of god we will show forth your glory as ones that were called and sent to our generation who will show forth your glory in the name of jesus let thank you most high in jesus mighty name we pray amen and then and, and solomon took charge one of the ways he showed forth is taking charge of what god has committed to him the bible says in verse 2 that then solomon spoke to all israel he had to speak he had to he had to and that's one way we show that we we have assumed where god wants us to assume positions god wants us to assume says then solomon spoke to all israel to the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds to the judges and to all the leaders in israel the heads of of families now look at this this shows me a picture of when god told adam he told him to have dominion told him to subdue he told him to be fruitful to multiply and these are similar it is to take charge God has placed us on head to take charge, not with a sense of pride and lording it over one another, but we need to discharge our duties faithfully. And one way you will see Adam, Adam, one of the ways he exercised his dominion was through words. He began to name the animals. God gave him such responsibilities. Besides the fact that he was terming, and you could have imagined if the conversation if had with the serpent was in a form of i am to be the one giving you instructions giving you orders not the other way around now now we could have seen a different outcome a different outcome so solomon spoke and we must engage and employ our words when we are to assume the places god wants us to assume it's not just speaking empty words hope we get it god showed us example he spoke the words and things fell in place we must converse with god before we converse with man we didn't really see this initially but we know that yes along the line we see solomon conversing with god and but this is a quick one that lord my words will be used as instruments to carry your power whenever i open my mouth to speak the authority of the king the authority of god will be visible will be characterized will be so soaked with the words that proceed from my mouth especially that we have the responsibility right now in this time and in this generation to preach the gospel to all creature the lord cause me oh god to 
to, to, to project, to proclaim your words, that every word I will proceed from my mouth in communication to those who you have given me oversight, responsibility over to lead. Father, there will be words that are backed with heaven's authority. The words that glorifies you, the words that brings praises to you, they should be words of wisdom. In the name of Jesus, like it was said of someone, none of his word fell to the ground. And so that was how this prophet Samuel was established. None of his word fell to the ground. Lord, help us as we lead, as we lead those who you've called us to live. Is it in our family settings? Is it in a local? Um, church assembly or is it even on the media on the social media we are influencing lives we're leading lives whether we like it or whether we know it or not father cause every word that will, pro- pro- that will comfort for me whether verbal whether written oh father let it influence life for good let it influence life for you in the name of jesus teach me oh god to use these words to use my mouth for your glory as i occupy teach me to use those words that you give to me oh god to indeed occupy to indeed do your biddings to indeed do your will in jesus mighty name of prayer and we we see so solomon began to make arrangements, began to make plans began to to, to 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 see how things will be done but one of the first things he did was he went of course he went to the place of meeting he went to the house of god he didn't he didn't he didn't waste time on that i love this response and the first place to go to when we are serving in wherever god has called us to serve is to go before his altar is to go before his altar you can say you have assumed responsibility and you're not a man of the altar yes even though we might not see this so frequent in solomon's life but this was how he started and this was how he was able to hear god and this was how god was able to empower him the more he, he went to the altar when he got to the altar he he, he, he he rendered the sacrifice an abundant sacrifice unto the lord and we saw the result the effect of that sacrifice was that the lord came to him at night and asked for whatever he wants and he told him to ask him whatever he wants but first he was a man of the altar father make us make our leaders make them men of the altars make our leaders men of god altars there are many altars there there are evil altars but we have an altar that we are we must we must go to we must go before it is not the whole physical altar like we had in the old testament for us now but we have a place of prayer we have a place of communion we have a place where we meet with our god make our leaders such people that have a point of meeting with god daily make me such a leader that will not neglect the altar our altars will not begin to grow cobwebs because of a lack of frequency there you have said we should offer our life as living sacrifice and that is where we can offer our life as a living sacrifice it's on the altar like i've come this morning to the place of god lord as i've come to this altar i lay myself as a sacrifice 
abundantly i pour my i pour myself oh god before you i offer myself and present my bodies before you this day Oh, we offer ourselves in the place of the altar in exchange for your fire, in exchange for your presence. It is a man of a altar that can carry the presence of God. It is a man of a altar that can carry the presence of God. It is a man of the altar that can alter whatever agenda the devil and the enemy has for a generation that's how powerful when we come to the place of prayer when we come to the place of worship when we come to the place of sacrifice and service it's our altar it's our altar altar is not only restricted to when you go to the church and walk before the podium as a matter of fact people might have podium in their churches and might not have real authors where god descend upon and fire comes oh can we cry out to god that enough of dead altars in our churches enough of dead altars in our homes there are people who hold devotions family devotions but it lacks the presence and fire of god it has become monotonous it has become just a routine and it seems as if nothing is really coming forth and how you know is that these people live without a measure of the presence of god lord make my altar alive indeed may my altar not be a dead altar may my altar not be a dead altar oh god give me a living uh, a lively altar Manush Ekaya, give us in our churches give me in my home give me oh god a place where your fire descend regularly may my altar not be as dead as the altar of the of the prophet of Ba they constructed their altar and shouted day and night nothing to show for nothing to show for every existing altar that has no god to show for it ah oh i cancel it in my life we might have routines that we are involved in activities that we are just involved in and yet it has no evidence of god's backing it has no evidence of god's presence father may i not be such where such altars there are churches who have no presence of god to show for oh god may our churches begin to show forth you whatever is wrong with the altars whatever is wrong with the communion a place of prayers oh god have mercy oh god show us mercy in jesus mighty name we've prayed we see one of the one of the one of the outcome of a living altar is that you will get such responses from god can visit an altar but the prayers that come if you read of the account of solomon very well you know and 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 when god responded to what solomon's prayer was the bible says and, and god was pleased with his speech god was pleased with his prayer god was pleased with what solomon prayed i think it's in, in, in the king's account we find that expression clearly said but let me read from verse 7 he said that night god appeared to solomon and said to him ask for whatever you want me to give you and we see the line of conversation it was not a selfish prayer solomon didn't come to pray selfish prayer one of the signs of a living author or a true author an author might be there and um, fire still comes down yes like the altar elijah had beautiful but one of it one of one of one one of the characteristics of a beautiful altar is not just fire it's prayers that are saturated with the will of god 
selfless prayers prayers that are directed towards the fulfillment of god's kingdom on earth that is will be done that is kingdom come that is a, a, one of the sign and characteristics of a quality and biblical altar that we should have i am saying it of course in a new testament perspective but we have shadows we have examples from the whole testament which shows us how our our place of communion with god our place of devotion what makes it what gives it strength what gives it strength what makes it count yes the presence of god and the father comes down in response to our worship if you have an altar and there is no worship i mean we have we have different kind of people have what they do at their prayer times oh may we not be such who our prayer times is just full of ourselves and thought i mean i know i know i know what what we we go through in this age and time a man will just wake up and this is the way his devotion or his quiet time will go it is just begin to speak to things to exercise in dominion but never in communion with god i mean prayers could be in such two ways where first i believe we're supposed to have the prayer of communion and we're supposed to have the prayer of dominion and you cannot exercise prayer a uh, dominion in the place of prayer if you have not first been faithful to communion in the place of prayer and and so you just go about saying giving positive confessions and saying things and just declaring this and declaring that is not really um a future of a scriptural altar what i mean is that you, you should have fellowship you should have laid yourself on the altar in worship and in sacrificing you know the fruit of your lips songs of worship adorations and all of such that was make well, what makes the author what it should be according to the bible standard and so when that is done your prayers also are not selfish are kingdom-minded prayers are the will of god infused prayers and we can see what david asked for and god's comments to that david's prayer was was god said to solomon since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth <laughs> you have not asked for riches or honor nor for the death of your enemies interesting and since you have not asked for a long life but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom i have made you king i say let's pray along this line but i say this that our primary prayer occupation in prayer even though yes the lord jesus taught us how to ask for daily needs but we see that that's just one line in the entire prayer i told us to pray for preservation keep us from evil and, and all of that yes beautiful but this is also a pattern majority of our lord's prayer was started with the kingdom with the will started with and carried out this was not self-centered he didn't say oh he didn't say my father i said our father that's a sense of it's a community it's a family i have other people at heart our prayer time should be such that i have others at heart our place our altar must be such that has uh, people concern a burden for people burden for nations burden for the work of god this gives strength to a biblical altar to a biblical altar so what's your altar like brandos can we pray lord god 
take away every element of selfishness that already exists in my life even that has shown forth in my place of prayers every element of selfishness take it out oh god take it out flush it out by your spirit every element of selfishness in my prayers take it out oh god flush it out oh god Lendus i pranda kapanosh endulus i ketelekayash nimenokus i televedevedevede. Give me a vision, O God, for your kingdom. Give me a vision and a burden for your kingdom. Give me a vision and a burden for your kingdom. Ah, may I not be such a leader who is expected to lead the kingdom of God, either as a father, as a husband, or as a worker in the body of Christ, and who has no vision and burden for the kingdom. Ah, God, give me a, 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 a burden. Give me a burden. Give us, O oh God, a burden. Give our leaders a burden. Bring those ikapalekos Give our leaders a burden. If you're there, you are crying for your parents. Oh God, give my parents a burden for your kingdom. Oh, if you're there in a local setting, ask God for a burden for our leaders. A burden for our leaders. This will constitute even the majority of our prayers in the church in the name of jesus yes there is a place to pray for deliverance there's the time to pray for all of that but that will not be all we engage ourselves in when it comes to prayer prayer is not a selfish tool no prayer is not a tool to advance self prayer is a tool to advance the kingdom of god help me oh god to use my quiet time and my communion and my altar to advance your kingdom more than I advance myself in the name of Jesus. And there is no way we'll be left out. He says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added. Is it wealth? This is the picture that happened to Solomon. He sought first the kingdom, and God added all these things. This is the formula. Teach me this way, O God. Help me to go this way, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we're afraid. I need to begin to tie this thing up. And we see that that's such a beautiful thing. He depended on God absolutely to do what God called him to do. May I never be self-reliant. May I know that it is you. It takes your wisdom. It takes your grace to do what you have expected and what you have called me to do in my generation. May I not fail you, God. May we not fail. May we not fail. And that's what we see. He had a very beautiful heart. He had a wonderful start. And, and we see all afterwards the preparation began it called for help solomon called for help solomon who got wisdom and god gave him all of that he still asked for people who had things he didn't have he began to ask for you know to to wrote to other kings wrote solomon wrote to the king of Tyre. he had to ask for for things that he didn't have and we should be such people who are not too big to to benefit from the ministries of others to benefit from from the graces in other people's life that's what we see here Solomon filled with so much wisdom so much insight so much knowledge that God gave him from heaven I mean people came from all over to listen to him but yet he wrote yeah we could say that yes it couldn't be denied it couldn't be denied couldn't be refused whatever I asked for but the point here is that he was humble enough to ask Lord, with all the gift, with all the grace, with all the enablement you will give to us, may we not be too I, overly I, 
overly filled with self that we do not see the place of others in how they can be instrumental in helping us fulfill your mandate for our lives oh may we not become an island of our own island to ourselves where we cut off all the help that you have placed around us where we cut off all the help there are men who god has called that will help us one way or the other because we are not all sufficient it is god who is all sufficient oh we are not we shouldn't be such people who are self-reliant god has gifted us beautiful but man he has gifted us with as well he has not only given you your intricate talent and abilities he has given you externally gift of men all around us may our eyes be open to this gift in the name of jesus and it was a wonderful work the work of excellence he did solomon did it so excellently well preparations that were made he felt they were not enough so he went further and jesus told us that if you're told to go one mile go the extra it's a beautiful spirit solomon went the extra apparently solomon was a more was a more diligent hard-working person we see that at the end of his life you know the poor already were feeling oh this man can walk can walk yeah uh, we shouldn't have with this is very balanced but he was apparently an excellent man he loved excellent he did the work of the lord excellently well lord fill us with that grace of excellence that we will do your work excellently well we'll do your work excellently well that the work we do for you will be oh god a model and a standard for the world to see to learn excellence from not do shabby works we will not do cheap works but lord you will help us that we will go the extra mile to do excellent work for you solomon went the extra mile he didn't just rely on what the father had already provided for he wrote uh, they were they were apparently maybe newer things when than when the father was there he added up and he did wonderfully well excellent gold beautiful things that the temple was a beauty to behold lord cause us to walk and do such things that even our generation will learn excellence from you that you are indeed the most excellent indeed help us that our works will be done in excellence the bible said of abel that by faith abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than cain did lord help us to offer more excellent sacrifice as we discharge our duties oh may we not be mediocre may we not be lukewarm may we not just settle for less may we not just be those who settle for average lord there is more there is room to do better give us that grace and that consciousness of excellence oh god no matter where we find ourselves in the name of Jesus, as long as we do your work may it be done with excellence that the world will see a pattern to model after enough of us being the one following after the world as the pattern lord bring back your church bring us back to a place where we become a pattern a standard for the world to follow thank you father this morning for helping us pray glorify your holy name may your holy name be praised in our lives in jesus mighty name we've prayed oh time so we thank you lord jesus as we read the proverbs proverbs 19 verse 20 and 21 it says listen to advice and accept instruction and in the end you will be wise 21 many other plans in a man's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails thank you father same time i mean hope to come your way again in the next episode god bless amen